Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Seacoast Community Church Podcast, where each week I just walk us through a book that I'm reading uh, for each month. And for the month of December, I am reading through The Crook in the Lot by Thomas Boston. If you have, uh, this is your first time listening uh, to uh, this month's episode or listening to this podcast at all, can I encourage you to go back to uh, last week's episode? Because upon hearing the title of the book, you might be really confused. What, what the crook in the lot? What does that even mean? <laughs> uh, but maybe the subtitle will help. Uh, the subtitle is Living with That Thorn in Your Side. That tells you a little bit of what the book is about. And it is kind of an, an explanation. And so, again, I would encourage you to go back to that first episode. But anyways, we are we're continuing Uh, This is episode two, and we are in the holiday season. Uh, It is, it is, uh, Christmas is around the corner. We are also celebrating the Advent season as well, thinking about the birth of Christ into the world, perhaps spending some time in the gospel, specifically in the, in the, the birth narrative and, and just the, the incredible miracle of Jesus Christ coming into the world, born through a virgin and, as we celebrate the season of Advent, it is also uh, a fitting time. Uh, I probably would have, should have said that a little differently, but what a what a great time to think about and talk about the subject of humility. And so, I want to think with you on the topic of humility by first talking about pride. Pride uh, is a very insidious, insidious sin. Uh, it is a terrible sin. And whether you realize it or not, you may have some pride in your heart. In fact, we should expect, we should assume that there is pride in our hearts in some way, shape, or form, even though it might not be very obvious to us or to anybody else. We should expect that, there's, is, that there might be some pride in our hearts. Pride is always lurking around the corner. The very fact that you and I sin shows that there is pride in our hearts because every sin is rooted in some sense of pride. I mean, that was the very, that is one of the, that's the very first sin that we see in the garden when Adam took of the fruit in his desire and intent to be like God. And so pride is, pride is always there. And and God hates pride. That's obvious. If you're if you're a Christian, uh, if you read your Bible, you know that God hates pride. And and God means to help us in our pride. And in the Scriptures, we see in several several places just how valuable humility is to the Lord. Right. God opposes the proud, but gives grace to the humble. Humble yourselves, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, and he will exalt you. In Matthew 5, the Beatitudes, it says, Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. Now, I know it doesn't say humble there, but meekness is a form of humility. You cannot be meek without humility. And so this is what the Bible says about Humility is what it says about pride, 
My God hates pride. He is repelled by pride. But he has this special place for humility for those who are humble. He has a special eye towards the humble. God prizes humility. God is drawn towards those who are humble. Humility is so important that Jesus himself humbled himself. Right In Philippians chapter 2, we read of Jesus' condescension, that Jesus was born into the world taking on the likeness of men, and he humbled himself by becoming obedient to the point of death, even death on a cross. And what does this have to do, what does humility have to do with the crook and the lot? God introduces crooks in our lot sometimes, or perhaps all the time, in order to keep us humble. Now, I said God values humility, and even Jesus himself was humbled. Now, the that fact that Jesus humbled himself, humbled himself by condescending to us does not mean that God designed this crook in his lot in order to humble him. God, Jesus did not need a lesson on humility. Jesus had no pride in his heart. Jesus was perfect. Jesus was sinless. Jesus was and is holy. He did not need to be given a lesson or reprimanded. For being too prideful. No. But Jesus humbled himself in order to be like one of us, in order to wear human flesh. And in this way, we see how much Jesus prizes or values humility that he himself, in order for us, in order to to understand what we go through in order to understand and or, or, or to not to understand but to but to live as one of us as those who are called to submit under the divine design and providence of God Jesus himself humbled himself as an example to us in order to identify with us and to show us what humility is like and the kind of humility we ought to value and strive for in our lives. So humility should be characteristic of every single Christian. But we don't, we're not humble just for humility's sake, not just just to be nice people to others or be likable, but we humble ourselves because Christ humbled himself. We humble ourselves because we believe in a God of sovereignty and a God of providence who created the world and created us in his image. And the crooks in our lot are designed in order to keep us humble. The afflictions that we experience can reveal the pride of our hearts. And God means to show us those things so that we can repent of them and resubmit ourselves under the divine hand of God. Right? Because when we have these crooks in our lot, God intends for us to draw, to be drawn to Him, to trust in Him. Right? Just as if you've been, if you're if you're part of our church and you've been uh, you've been on, there on Sunday mornings and listening to the sermons on Jonah, 
right? You see just the, the divine providence of God, the, the, the omnipotence of God in directing this prophet's life and all these different calamities, these catastrophes, these crooks in his lot, in part, large part because of his disobedience. And sometimes that's what God does to us. We are disobedient, and so then God introduces a crook and a lot in order for us to repent, so that we can realize our wicked ways and trust to the Lord and trust in the Lord. But in the book of Jonah, we so vividly see the divine hand of God over this man's life. And this man, this wandering, this disobedient prophet, eventually humbled himself before the Lord. And so there in his life, we see God's design and the crook and the lot to humble his rebellious, disobedient prophet. Now, you and I may not be in disobedience or in rebellion, but it does not mean that we don't struggle with some sense of pride. It does not mean that we don't have any kind of pride in our hearts. And many times we may not even see that there is pride in our hearts, but God knows and God sees and God designs the crook in the lot in order to keep you humble because he prizes humility and he wants you to be humble and remain humble. And so God is loving and caring for us in that way. No, we do not want to experience the crook in the lot. We don't want them. We want to be rid of them. But we will never be rid of them until we are in heaven. And this life is filled with many afflictions. But God designs them in the life of the believer for their good. And so that they too may learn to be humble and value humility. And so let us value humility. Let us pray regularly against the pride of our hearts, and let us continually ask the Lord for more and more humility, which might be a dangerous prayer because asking for more humility might mean that God introduces a crook in your lot. But are you willing to be so bold? Are you willing to be so daring to pray for humility, knowing that God possibly might be, might introduce a crook in your lot in order to answer your prayer? Will you value humility that much to pray for humility? I hope that you will. And so we'll end it here. And next week we'll return to another episode as we continue to talk about the crook and the lot.